Psalm 42, a psalm of the sons of Korah. As the deer pants for streams of water, so my soul pants for you, my God. My soul thirsts for God, for the living God. Where can I go and meet with God? My tears have been my food day and night, while people say to me all day long, where is your God? These things I remember as I pour out my soul. How I used to go with the multitude, leading the procession to the house of God, with shouts of joy and thanksgiving among the festive throng. Why, my soul, are you downcast? Why so disturbed within me? Put your hope in God, for I will yet praise him, my Saviour and my God. My soul is downcast within me. Therefore, I will remember you from the land of the Jordan, the heights of Hermon, from Mount Mizar. Deep calls to deep in the roar of your waterfalls. All your waves and breakers have swept over me. By day, the Lord directs his love. At night, his song is with me, a prayer to the God of my life. I say to God, my rock, why have you forgotten me? Why must I go about mourning, oppressed by the enemy? My bones suffer mortal agony as my foes taunt me, saying to me all day long, where is your God? Why, my soul, are you downcast? Why so disturbed within me? Put your hope in God, for I will yet praise him, my saviour, and my God. I think the sons of Korah must have experienced lockdown three in Jerusalem 1000 BC, for here is someone who is feeling downcast and disturbed, living in distressing times. He recalls how he used to be able to worship with the multitude. He longs to do so again. Doesn't that just echo us at the moment? Many of us haven't been able to go to church to worship and enjoy fellowship for nearly a year, we too are feeling downcast. You may also be experiencing the derision of those around you, asking what your God is doing about the pandemic. All this leaves the psalmist, parched for fellowship, collective worship, longing for the presence of God. At other times, he says in verses 7 to 8, that he doesn't just feel dry. He feels as though he's so overwhelmed by it all that he's drowning. And we too, if we're honest, may be struggling with these feelings as well, utterly dry and overwhelmed. We may feel that God is very distant. So let's learn from the psalmist. What does he do in this situation? Well, firstly, he recognises that this is how he's feeling. He doesn't pretend to himself or to God. But the psalmist shows us that we don't need to stay like this. He doesn't concentrate just on memories, what-ifs or if-onlys. For secondly, he chooses to resolve to focus on who God is, that he is the living God, the rock, the saviour and God. But these aspects of God's character are of no benefit to him or us unless we choose, like him, to have a personal relationship with him. The psalmist chooses to say, he is my saviour, my God. And in verse 8, he calls God not Elohim, but Yahweh, 
the special name God revealed when he made the covenant, the Lord, the faithful God, who cares for his people, the Lord full of chesed, loving kindness, which the psalmist now realises is directed at him, covering him 24-7. He doesn't have to go to Jerusalem to worship. He can do so day and night in song and prayer and know that God is with him, up close and personal. So next he chooses to respond to the God of love by rejoicing, praising him, remembering who he is, even if he's on his own, even if everything is devastating around him. God is his rock, stable and strong, able to support and sustain him in any storm. Each time he's overwhelmed, he chooses to say this refrain, Put your hope in God, for I will yet praise him, my Saviour and my God. The result? He is renewed and revived. Let's try it today. <laughs> 